Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. God is so good. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians chapter 2, verse number 3. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And I want to preach on the subject, others. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It is forever settled in heaven. It will not return void. It will always accomplish the purpose for which it was sent. And I pray that your will would be done in our lives and let the word speak to us, oh Lord, and let it, uh, let it come and rest in our minds and our hearts today and do its wonderful work on us. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody say, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to talk about others. Others. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, when... We look at the law of Moses, the Old Testament law. We tend to think of the Ten Commandments because that was the, the bedrock and those were the foundational commandments that which all the other commandments in the law were based off of. Amen. But when you uh, get into uh, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy where you find all, uh, uh, all the laws and precepts and statutes and ordinances and other commandments amen when you add all of them together including the 10 commandments there's actually 613 commandments in the law of moses amen but as we read through the old testament we've come to king david who wrote most of the book of psalms and he boiled these 613 commandments down to 11 principles in Psalms chapter 15, he said, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle and who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness, speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes a vile person is condemned, but he honoreth them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changes not, he that putteth not out his money to usury, nor takes reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. So he kind of consolidated these things down in, in these verses. And then we get to the book of Isaiah. And Isaiah, the prophet, he reduced them down even further to six uh, basic principles or commandments. In chapter 33, verse 15, He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth the gain of oppressions, that shaketh his hands from holding of bribes, that stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood, and shutteth his eyes from seeing evil, he shall dwell on high. His place of defense shall be the munitions of rocks. Bread shall be given to him, and his water shall be sure, and thine eyes shall see the king in his beauty. And then we get to the prophet Micah, as we get closer to the end of the Old Testament, and he boils it down to even three 
principles. In chapter 6, verse 8, he, that sh he showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require, require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. That's what God requires. Amen. And then we come to Jesus himself. When he was asked, amen, in Matthew chapter 22, he, he was asked in verse 36, he, someone said, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Like out of the 613, which is the great commandment, Lord? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And now he boils the whole 613 commandments of the law down to these two commandments because he said in verse 40, on these two commandments hang all of the law and the prophets. Basically the whole Old Testament is on these two. Amen. So when someone asks you, hey, what's the Old Testament about? Just give them these two verses and then say, let's go have lunch. Praise God. Because that's what it's all about. That's what it boils down to. And then on that second commandment, Apostle Paul elaborated on that in Romans chapter 13, where he said, Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, and honor to whom honor. Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. For this, because of this, Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Amen. What's the Old Testament about? The love of God working through the hearts of people to bless others. That's what it's all about. Amen. Paul further explained this in Galatians 5.13. He said, through love, serve one another. For all the law. Everybody say all. All the law is fulfilled in one word or in one saying. Even this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. All the law. Amen. Amen. It might be two commandments or gets down to one command when it comes to what we need to do for others. The first commandment is between is our responsibility between us and God. And the second commandment is between us and others. Amen. But that second commandment, though it might be a one commandment and it might be a short commandment, it's a not an easy commandment necessarily. Amen. But it boils it all down. And then we get to our text passage. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind and humility, let us, let us each esteem other better than themselves. Amen. Look not every man to his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Who are these others? Amen. Well, it's First of all, your brother and your sister in the Lord. It's your fellow Christian, your fellow believer. 
That's, that's one category of others. Then it's your neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's another category. Amen. And then it's your enemy. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, uh, Romans Romans 12.10 said, Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. Amen. So, so us in the church, uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord, be, he's talking about, so he's talking to the church here, be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love, honor, honoring and preferring one another. Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Amen. So who is my neighbor? Is it your next door neighbor? Yeah. Amen. But it's also the guy two blocks away or the lady on the other side of the city. Amen. Your neighbor is your coworker. Amen. Whether you like that person or not, you still have to love them, but you might not like what they do, but that's your coworker. Amen. That's your neighbor. Amen. Your classmate at school, you know, uh, in, you know, just public school, private school, college, whatever. Amen. Postgraduate stuff, whatever. Amen. That's your neighbor. The people that uh, work at the stores you shop at. Amen. The dry cleaner, the gas station, the fast food drive up window, which I'm very familiar with. Amen. Praise God. Oh, all those people are your neighbors. Amen. Pretty much everybody we come in contact with. Amen. Is our neighbor. Praise the Lord. And then there's Another category of others are enemies. Amen. And you say, well, you know, I don't have to do nothing with them, right? I just got to, you know, love my neighbor as myself, love my brother in the Lord and my sister in the Lord, right? And then the enemies, I just like throw them off to the side. No, 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 no. Amen. They're part of the others also. And Jesus said in Matthew 5, 44, you, you might not like your enemies, but we have to love them with the love of God. He said, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you. These aren't easy things. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That's a mouthful right there. Amen. Love your enemies. Amen. Pray for them. Amen. And do good to them. You know, that's why Paul said to the Romans, and uh, he said, if your enemy hungers, give him something to eat. If, if, if she thirsts, give her something to drink. For in so doing, you'll heap coals of fire on their head. Not literal, even though you might think, you know, in a moment of when you're not exactly uh, spiritually minded, you, you know, you'd like to put some coals of fire on their head the way they're treating you. But that's not what it means. Amen. It means a conviction it will come over them. They will be ashamed. Amen. Because when your enemy is coming against you and the last thing they expect is for you to give them something to eat or something to drink. Amen. It humiliates. It humbles. That's how you can win an enemy to yourself. Amen. Through the love of God. Now, Jesus goes on to say, for if you love them which love you, and if the only ones you love are the ones that love you, what kind of reward are you going to have? He said, even the publicans do the same. 
Amen. Now, publicans is another name for tax collectors back in the Bible times. So even the IRS agents do the same. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's some good ones out there, okay, so I don't want to implicate them all. Amen. But even the tax collectors, even the publicans, they love those who love them back. That's not really hard to do, to love them who love you back. And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans, the tax collectors do that? Salute their brethren, salute their buddies. Amen. Oh, yeah, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back, and we're all good, whatever. But when Jesus said, others are everybody. Amen. The ones you agree with and the ones you don't agree with. The ones you get along with and the ones that don't get along with you. Amen. From All the way from your neighbors to your brothers and the Lord to your enemies. Amen. He said, we've got to love our neighbor as ourself. Amen. That second commandment, love our neighbor as ourself. Amen. Now, I know we need to share the saving message of Jesus Christ, the gospel message of death, burial, and resurrection with everybody. That's the others. Amen. We got to share that. And I know, yes, we need to unselfishly help others, bless others, and do good to others by allowing the love of God to flow through us. Because Jesus said, freely you have received, and now freely give. And Jesus himself said in Mark 10, 45, For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Amen. And when we do that, when we reach out for others, when we do our best to obey those two commandments, and that, especially that second one, Amen. When it comes to others, amen. We will become better people and we in turn will allow, uh, we will be, uh, uh, it will allow us to be better in helping and serving others. Amen. However, there's something in that second commandment that a lot of people miss. Amen. So let me share with you that something this morning. You cannot love your neighbor the way God wants you to love them, unless you love yourself first. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now, I know on the, on the face, on the surface, that, that statement, amen, can even be misconstrued because does that mean, is that somebody that's conceited? that's loving themselves or somebody that's all full of themselves or full of pride or ego has nothing to do with any of that. Amen. Hallelujah. It, it, what loving yourself means biblically, it means putting God first in your life. Amen. Knowing that when you put God first, that means loving him with all your heart, mind, strength, and soul, fulfilling that first and great commandment. Amen. That you automatically are going to be a better person. You're going to feel better. You're going to be fulfilled. You're going to be full of purpose. You're going to have direction because God is going to respond to people that love him with everything. Amen. Because he must be our first love. It, for us to truly love ourselves, Amen. It also means remembering, loving yourself, remain, remembering you are valuable and precious to God. One soul, amen, is worth more than the whole world. You're valuable and precious. 
Amen. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let any spirit, evil spirit, devil tell you otherwise. Amen. You're special to God. Amen. He created you in his image. That's what loving ourself is. You're valuable. You're precious. Psalm 139, 14. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Amen. Loving yourself means forgiving yourself when God forgives you. Come on now. How many of us haven't forgiven ourselves? And even when we ask God to forgive us, we haven't forgiven ourselves. You're doing yourself a disservice. If God forgave you, you need to forgive yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. 1 John 2, 1, praise God. These things I write unto you, little children, that you sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Amen. Who has become the propitiation, the substitution for our sins. And not for us only, but also for the sins of the whole world, all the others. Amen. When you read the Bible and he says that I will remember your sins no more. Amen. And if you can, he, he that confesses his sin, amen, shall have mercy. Praise God. And he puts your sins as far as the east is from the west. You better understand that when, when you ask for forgiveness and you meant it in your heart, that they are gone. And they need to be gone out of your mind. You can't be holding yourself back of sins that have already been forgiven by God. Amen. That's, that's part of loving yourself. Because see, folks, if we allow ourselves to become a mess, we're not going to be a blessing to anybody else. If we allow ourselves and we don't love ourselves like God wants us to, and we got our priorities all mixed up, we are not going to be able to be a help and a blessing to anybody. Our family, our friends, anybody. Amen. We won't be able to fulfill these verses that we've talked about. Amen. Loving yourself. Amen. It means it, treating yourself with care and compassion. It means respecting yourself. It means asking for help when you need it. It means not being too proud to ask for help. Amen. Praise God. We need help sometimes. All of us. I don't care who we are, how spiritual we think we are, how long we've been serving God. We all need help sometimes. And let's ask for it. Not just from God, but sometimes from somebody you trust. Ask somebody for help. If you love yourself. It means not speaking unkind words to yourself. Amen. You big loser. You jerk. Why'd you do that? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to myself. We get out of my conversation. <laughs> so it's me, myself, and I, and we're having a three-way conversation, and it's not going good. Amen. Don't do that. Put yourself down. Praise God. Amen. See, God doesn't want you to talk like that to others. Why are you not loving yourself as you love your neighbor? It works both ways. If it doesn't work the whole way, it's not going to work anyway. It's tied together. We got to do both. Love ourselves and our neighbor for it to work. It means saying no when you need to. Amen. And I tell you, I'm one of those persons that, you know, easy peasy and yeah, you know, I'll say yes when I'm like, uh-oh, what did I agree to? Amen. But sometimes you got to say no. 
You know why? Because I love myself. Amen. Because if I say yes to everything, I'm going to hurt myself more than I'm going to bless this person. And then what's going to happen to me? Amen. And I know we already read all these verses. It's not about me. I know that. But you've got to consider me, too. You see that? It's like a balancing act a little bit, but you've got to consider both. Amen. It means being patient with yourself. It means accepting the things you cannot change, which are beyond your control, like that serenity prayer. Amen. Nothing is beyond God's control, but there's plenty of things beyond my control. And I'm, I can't be staying up nights and I can't be worrying. I can't be getting ulcers. I can't be all, uh, you know, freaking out about stuff that I have no control about. God, help me to love myself the way you want me to. Amen. Praise God. See, when we love ourselves the way God wants us to, we will become a more effective vessel in the hands of God that he can use to reach out and bless others with. Because we'll be blessed. We'll be where we need to be. Amen. One person said, as you become a blessing to others, you set yourself up to be blessed. And another, go ahead, amen, praise God. Amen. We always have time to praise God, don't, so don't worry about it. Praise the Lord, that's what it's all about. And then uh, another person said, I will thank God for my blessings without forgetting I am blessed to be a blessing. I will thank God for my blessings without forgetting I am blessed to be a blessing. And would you stand with me? I got one more verse to share. Acts 20. 35. Jesus said, uh, Amen. Paul actually said, remembering what Jesus said, I have showed you all things how that so laboring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Amen. And that is true. But just don't forget, life is a balance. Amen. We've got to have balance. Praise God. There's times uh, where we got, when we're loving ourselves. Uh, amen. Is going to be something that's got to take precedence uh, over something else. Uh, amen. For our own spiritual health uh, and, and our own spiritual well-being. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's just ask God, amen, to help us as we walk this walk and this journey. Amen. Help us, Lord. We know it's about others. We know, God, you came and it wasn't about you. You humbled yourself. Amen. And you completely poured yourself out and gave yourself to mankind. Oh, Lord, and you left that example freely. We have received now freely give. It's all about others. Amen. But in that whole scheme of things, I cannot lose myself. I cannot lose myself. Apostle Paul said, Amen. He goes, I've got to be careful lest I preach to others and then I myself become a castaway. That I myself lose out. And what a total shame that would be that Paul preached to so many. Amen. And many were saved and many were ready to go and meet the Lord. And then he 
was a castaway when it was all said and done and he didn't make it to heaven. Amen. That's what he said. That's what he was talking about. He knew the importance of others, but he also knew the importance of loving yourself and keeping yourself right with God and keeping yourself, amen. And that means I got to have time for myself to pray, time for myself to get in the Word, time for myself to get closer to God, amen. And that means I, I might not have enough time to do all this other stuff. Everybody's pulling me all these directions, but I got to remember, I got to be strong for the Lord so I can continue to be a blessing to others. Amen. It's a connecting thing. It's a connection. Praise the Lord. Amen. But I feel God wanted us to hear that today. In Jesus' name, thank God. Because you know what? I'm one of the others. We're all one of the others. The others, amen. Everybody is part of others because others basically are the human race. And we're all part of it. We all fit in there. God help us. Amen. To have the strike, the right balance. Amen. In our lives and with our families. And, and also, amen, being mindful of the great commission and our mission to reach others for the Lord in these last days. Praise God. Amen. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.